Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Coming at me what? From a different studio today. No. <laughs> Live from our alternative studios in New York City. <laughs> Kind of, no, yeah. not not yet. New York, New York City's uh, New York City comes later. Hopefully, this fall, maybe some of us will be in New York for some. I don't know what is it called? New York Comic Con, New York City Comic Con. It's like a, it's kind of a big deal, right? Okay, it's kind of. Yeah. Oh, it's it's supposed to happen. Happen. So hopefully, we'll be there. Um, I, I would very, very, very much, I've been waiting for the return to conventions for a long, long time, it seems. I just, I miss the camaraderie, man. I miss the bullshitting for six hours in line. <laughs> it feels like it. It feels like, I feel like it's been forever, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. But... You know, it's funny that I, I noticed that the, the last year I started becoming a snob. Mm. Kind of. Um, your elitism started kick, kicking in like like i would be appalled if i had to wait in the line for too long oh god <laughs> like you know where i am and it's like and then i had to check myself a couple times you do <laughs> every now and then you have to check yourself welcome to the show today's episode is proudly sponsored by grow generation where the pros go to grow more on them in a bit and it's you know uh I, I'm I'm the same same way when it comes to like uh, amusement parks. I <laughs> live close enough to a couple that you know we can visit during uh, downtime when school's still in session and and things like that. So we don't wait in line. Line like oh, yeah. during the height of summer, uh, we might go on like a Sunday and and enjoy like some of the uh, just scenery and because we got passes and it's only forty five minutes up the road so. It's not it's not one of those things and, and we get the free parking with it and it's not one of those um it's got plenty of good good rides and and whatnot, but like it's not worth waiting two hours in a line for. Like no ride is <laughs> I've ridden I've ridden uh everything that had been at uh King's uh um king's dominion uh king uh not king fuck the other cedar fair cedar, cedar point uh i kept wanting to say king's island and king's dominion both owned by by cedar fair but anyways uh cedar point you know roller coaster capital of the the world unless it's oh that title is at Ma- magic mountain for magic that mountain. that said, particular straight, year bro we got that over here no, on the it, it bounces back and forth depending on the metric whether <laughs> it's like how many or do you have a tallest fastest it, but those are the two big ones, and I've been to, been to both. So for me, like theme parks are all about about the rides. But I learned when I moved close to one, I could actually relax because I wasn't so obsessed with getting in as many rides as possible in a two day period. Because I, I've never lived this close to to an amusement park. Yeah, we, <laughs> not we as got, not uh, as an adult. We got season passes to Magic Mountain. So we chill. <laughs> I would I would love love that man. Um Tatsu is still probably the most gorgeous ride oh, that's on fun. earth. Yeah, absolutely. The especially if you can ride it as the sun's setting there mm-hmm. in the mountains. Oh god, that ride 
I I can't I can't help but um marvel at the fact of what humans do to our ourselves in the name of fun. Think about well, I mean X X three. That's that's a that's a perfect example of that where you're sitting in in a did car. Did they change it to three? Road. I thought it was X two. Did they, no, up, they upgrade it no, again? They they did upgrade. I believe so. Let me just double check the name. I thought I I've always called, I've called it X three for a while. It became X two when they added the fireball and the onboard music. Uh, but I haven't oh. been there since. No, I I probably um, <laughs> I probably added another <laughs> number to it just because. I'm weird like that it's all it's all good um but yeah i i really really find it weird because it's not just oh, yeah. it's roller stupid. coasters <laughs> you strap yourself into a screaming metal death or wooden death death machine and you go on this this ride that's going to go hun- hundreds of feet tall <laughs> uh uh faster than highway speeds in the united states and it's going to go upside down and 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 push you through uh, as little as negative, you know, one to two G's to to uh, positive six to eight eight G G's, and then you think about ha- haunted houses, scary movies like uh, adrenaline junkies, you know, doing bu- bungee jumping and cliff di- diving and skydive, like the things humans do <laughs> for adrenaline rushes, man. <laughs> yeah. It is what it is, man. We we sometimes we gotta go to thrills, and to be honest with you, there's sometimes there is no better feeling than to be twisted and turned and and dropped, and you know it's just a it's one of those. Uh, what, what do we call that? Not, not outer body experiences. It's a it's a very good. Um, what do uh, we call just... cinema? Cinema supposed to be a um else, uh, else world. I don't know. It's, I don't know. I, it's a shared experience as well because when you got a train full of people, especially like first time riders that are scared, and you're mm-hmm. you're like an enthusiast, you almost get a kick out of other people's. You almost can feed on other people's fear, like a like a energy vampire or something. It's yeah, but it's a shared experience. It's really cool. But that that's also part of it sometimes, man. Like there's no there's like that feeling when. When you don't know what's coming and you you mm-hmm. kind of got butterflies and you're like oh snap like what like what did I do? Uh, remember the first time I rode Goliath over at Six Flags, and and I sat in that little car mm-hmm. and I was like wait, only lap bar? I thought I thought you guys said this was the tallest one here, and it's like and you're only giving me a lap bar mm-hmm. and this little tiny car, <laughs> and then we and uh, then it hits the hit it hit the hill and it hit me how high we're gonna go. I remember gasping really loud and like, mm-hmm. like I, and not not because I wanted to, but I, I like you just came out <laughs> and my buddy's like, you all right? And I was like, yeah, I'm all right. <laughs> no good, man. I'm good. Yeah. I'm not scared. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I, was, I wonder yeah, if this was... will share. Uh, you said fun. that was super, Superman, the, the escape. No, that was Goliath. Oh, Goliath. Yeah. Okay. That's a, that's a super, that yeah, was a, that Goliath's. Was Goliath is a a incredibly fun ride. Um, and, and, uh, I mean, if yeah. we're gonna talk about Tatsu, let's talk about the you know the way up here, where yeah, I wanted the to chain bring... the chain goes over the hill a little mm-hmm. bit. And... I wanted to bring up the video, but keep talking. Yeah, yeah de- depending on depending on if you're sitting in the front or the or the middle of the back, you're gonna get a whole different ride experience. Because on the front, what's gonna end up happening? you probably see in this actual clip is you're going to keep um you're going to keep almost ascending but now going down yep. because the chain goes over and you almost like hang upside down looking at the concrete bottom just a few seconds before it actually lets you go and then of and, course uh, you're in the back it's just going to pull you straight mm-hmm. you get that you nice know. whiplash yeah. uh effect through all of the turn and it's such a smooth ride yes, absolutely um as you can tell from the camera of course there's always going to be a little bit of shaking if you're watching us on youtube we really appreciate it please hit that subscribe button if you're not not watching us on youtube listening on audio you're missing out on wonderful vi- <clears throat> video but please do follow us here this is my favorite part man oh this, yeah this, this, back, loop, man. this, oh, is- this back loop oh yeah. it is one of the most <laughs> intense feelings that that loop was re- oh. is ridiculous the first every, time every- i rode this it just blew blew my mind it gets me every time, man. That that loop. Whew. 
and the scenery is just so it's cloudy mm -hmm. and overcast in this video guys but uh, i'm sure those of you uh that have either been there or uh, there's other videos. The the mountains that surround Magic Mountain, just stunning, stunningly yeah. beautiful on several rides. Uh, the best of which is is Tatsu because it gives you a lot of air. Uh, I don't mean airtime as in like zero G. I mean air up in the air, up high above the tree line, uh, to where you can appreciate the um, the mountains around uh, Valencia. So. And, and also just the fact the way the seats are are mm -hmm. are designed you're you're head first you're you're technically quote unquote it's a it's a flying coaster yep. as they call them uh you sit down and, and then the seats rotate back to, to the track and you and then you head you head uh you head out with you know head first <laughs> so it it's uh it was fun and i love the last thing i'll say on on tatsu specifically is i love the restraint system that real mm -hmm. nice, comfortable foam vest. Dear God, every other coaster designers out there, those old fashioned hard <laughs> shoulder you mean pads. Like Cobras, Cobras, yeah, and uh, Viper, and uh, or was yeah, it Ninja? Viper, that's the one I meant. Sorry, Vi Viper's got the big like um, hundred foot stilts, and then a hundred and some odd foot loop or whatever it is, or eighty foot loop. Um, yeah, fuck, dude. Like that's that's a rough one. It is, man. And and all, all all it really takes is is those really nice. I don't know what it is about restraints, but uh, Tatsu knocked it out of the park. Park. They did, yeah, they, they did very good with that. It's a great. It's a great one. But uh, I I just found it kind of uh interesting about the the whole seeking out adrenaline and and things like that because it also reminded reminded me of haunted houses and mm -hmm. scary movies you know you and i talked a couple weeks about on one of our friday frights segments about actually getting scared watching signs and like how exciting it is to get scared by a film yeah and, and it all comes back <clears throat> to that that adrenaline junkie thing and the fact that humans love to not feel normal yeah it, it's uh <laughs> that that they want you want that kind of adrenaline rush and that, uh, a I, I feel like sometimes a a well done scary movie provides that i agree with up and done moments you, you know you, you climb that hill and then you every every now and then you get a good scare i watched mm -hmm. uh, uh a classic m night Shyamalan film the visit mm. which is the documentary the style yeah. one with the grandparents that was that was that was really well done because it's it's um, my girlfriend and I talked about it afterwards. It's almost like an introduction to horror because it's not it's not you know not not really not too much real blood or anything, mm -hmm. but it has but it has kind of the introduction and moments in 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 uncomfortable running in in possess and almost like a possession type out um uh, movements and, and then you get you get an awesome twist in that one uh with, with kind of the the documentary style but at the same time is still having that um that kind of studio quality film production it's not like it's not like gritty video because it want it wants to be so uh so um handheld look to it so mm -hmm. it, i thought it was that was really good so it's one of those movies that if someone's trying to jump into horror i'd probably recommend to to kind of Get your feet wet a little bit. Get some. Oh, there's a there's a big jump in there, man. I I I, <laughs> I had jump. One moment, man, just just got severely got me. And then is I it think, is it the one where what were they under a, a table or in the wall or in a crawl space? I think it's like in the crawl space. Oh, under or, in or the crawl attic. space. Is it that? Was that the jump that got you? No, that's oh. not actually the jump. That was uncomfortable because it was weird. <laughs> uh. And it, it no, it's a moment actually that I saw coming a hundred percent, and it's and and then like the uh, I don't know if it was the surprise of the moment or the surprise of the fact that it got me that yeah. even further made me jump. But uh, but yeah, it's 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 moments like that that you that you almost like want, and it's so weird that a moment of fear of like panic is is something that that people people enjoy having. 
yeah. in their lives. And then what do you, what do you do then? Watch another horror movie. Watch another horror movie. <laughs> exactly. And then and then you graduate. And all of a sudden, you're going to haunted houses, which I cannot do yet. I am I am still, still a chicken, bro. Hey, hey, dude, I, there ain't no sh shame. I mean, I'll I'll poke fun <laughs> of at, at you, of course, but you know, no, I'm doing my, it's a different my, experience. My girlfriend's a big horror enthusiast, and the fact that I can't do uh, haunted houses yet is a problem <laughs> that I need to overcome. Well, look, you you are a giant chicken shit, but that's yes, okay. I'm a giant chicken. Be chicken shits. It's okay to be a chicken chicken shit. I I'm I can't deal with grays. Like I I just can't. That's right. I mean, <laughs> mentioned that. It's a legit scar. I I make fun of it, of course, because it's. It's ridiculous to be afraid of something that, a highly likely does doesn't exist, and b, uh, uh, even if it did, it hasn't done anything. You know what I'm saying? So, so why do I have this this ridiculous fear of, of gray, gray aliens? And please, <laughs> fans, I I'm I'm being legit. It's it's a very very like severe uh uh fear. So don't don't be <laughs> sending pictures of. Gray grays to me uh uh it, it really is it's bad like it's that that like nightmares not sleeping bad Jeez. yeah well, all because of one one movie which movie was fi that? fire in the sky <laughs> wow <clears throat> that that abduction based on a tr true story and when you're eight years old and you hear yeah, based on a tr true good. story legit it's based on the story mm -hmm. the guy told but you know whether whether or not it actually happened is is for people to you know debate amongst themselves. I don't think it did, but because of when I saw it and the traumatic idea that that was uh, based on somebody's you know true account. Because when you're eight, you believe adults, right? Right. <laughs> so <laughs> you, you uh, think you're supposed to trust them, right? Right, and and you should most of the time. To me, it's just a a prime example because i know i shouldn't be, be afraid no other aliens but i can watch you know ridley scott's a aliens I can watch star wars i can watch star star trek i can watch eats he we watched independence day uh uh id4 on independence day i hope everyone had a great uh uh safe uh time it was wonderful to see that uh the 17 injured i think it was and Several thousand dollars in damage done by blowing up uh, illegal fireworks did such a great job at reducing the amount of illegal fire fireworks that were fired off this year. Oh Jesus Christ! No, anyways, uh, our town didn't have a an actual fireworks show. They just let the neighborhood do it. Oh, the yeah, no, the neighborhood the neighborhood last night was on fire, man. Like I'm talking about full on yeah. production fireworks were going off all night that's and... what makes that whole thing about the the cops that blew up the cache of illegal fireworks and did you know injured people and and cars and buildings Jesus, it's like way, way to go geniuses like what was all that that for oh no that's terrible for the people that got hurt yeah so yeah no you net you are never going to stop illegal fireworks that's that's just not gonna happen yeah it, it's, it's fun but you know what if you if you give people the right tools, they make a lot of people make the right decisions, though. Most um, people like, don't even understand. I don't even think the the politicians or or the law enforcement understand why why they are illegal in many in many states. One of the biggest reasons in California actually is legit fire risk. Yeah, you can catch every everything catches on fire out here. It's July. It's Cali California. It's fireworks. So, like, I get that. But also, I could get where you can look at localities being able to make rules on what fireworks pose a danger for fire and which ones necessarily don't. The whole idea of like safety that's that's that was essentially a lie when when it originally came out because fireworks have existed for centuries. but you you could say, okay, maybe, but fireworks t today are so regulated. That really, other than stupid people making stupid choices, accidents with fireworks are really rare. So it does all come down to either one of two, two things. One, the city wants to 
uh, city or state wants to make uh, money off of uh, their their national parks and and people going to touristy spots for for big fireworks sh- shows, or t- two, uh, they're looking to make m- money off of the fines because they live to next to a state where fireworks are legal. They know you're going to go out of state to buy them, and then they can give you a t- mm-hmm. ticket when you come back in and they c- confiscate. Either way, it's not not about safety. Other than, like I said, in some areas with like fire risks, which can be mitigated. And I agree. If you told people what the truth is, look, you guys can't have fireworks in this area of California because of the fire risk. But this area of California can. That actually drive up some tourism in inside the state to the areas where you could get a lot of land to shoot shoot off your own, own fireworks. Eh, what a, whatever. <laughs> Dude, I know you've slowly gotten in into some anime things with your d- daughter. Did you see the Star Wars Visions trailer? No, have not seen that. Actually, uh, I, I just I just realized it was a thing this morning. Yeah, you know what? Let's go ahead and take a word from our sponsors. We'll have a little extra time to talk on the on the other other side of that, and then yeah, let's check check out some some Star Wars anime. Grow Generation, where the pros go to grow. Grow Generation offers the best deals and discounts on the best grow products on the market. Grow Generation serves customers across the nation and carries a wide inventory of renowned cultivation brands. Go to www.growgeneration.com, where the pros go to grow. Awesome. So, yeah, for those of you that that don't know, uh, Star Wars Visions is a... um, it's it's Star Wars anime now. Star Wars anime has been done both uh, like in official and unofficial uh, capacities. There's been um, a manga, Star Wars manga. There's been fan films and and things like that. But I really am interested in this. Star Wars Visions is going to be an exciting anime anthology series coming to Disney Plus. For, I hate that he said on on I I know the A is pronounced ah it's ah eh e o u but no one says it that that way <laughs> everyone pronounces it an, anime well, maybe he's the only one who's right and we're all wrong no, he was pretty white looking dude <laughs> be like it'd be like blaming him for saying Gojira hey you know i i say when i'm talking usually about the old ones i'll say gojira just in my own mind to help especially if i'm going to be jumping between past and present i do like uh some of the studios involved including studio trigger that does the uh sss gridman and sss uh s uh xenon um i like that we're getting multiple styles of anime here we're getting some classic astro boy looking things we're getting some traditional uh shonen looking you know naruto dragon ball z style stuff we're getting some really artistic looks they're doing a story on dark side twins okay i'm interested in that dark side twins okay why not it's just the the art style and and the the combat style. Is it is it going to be now more leaning towards a, a Japanese yes style, which which would be a cool different take on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for those that that don't know, when uh lightsaber dueling was being cr- created during the the OT, they looked a lot at knights. They looked at fencing and yeah. medieval sword sword play. Uh, when they got to the prequels, they used a lot more stage theater with uh, our stage stage sword play, if you will, stage fighting with, with swords, traditional theatrical sword fights, and and did mix in, uh, uh, continue to mix in some of the fencing and uh, medieval styles, but they started adding some katana movements for some of the Jedi depending on what Jedi you're following and whatnot. Uh, but it will be interesting to see it done, not just with that Eastern flair, but that anime Eastern yeah, cause, flair. Because even the lightsabers look a little different. Mm-hmm. Some of them actually look like swords. I like um, that. 
in in the in their design, which, which makes them very unique to what we've seen before. You so, what do you think? Uh, I'm very interested, just because of the fact that I don't have to deal with Luke Skywalker, <laughs> and, and and that for the moment, it it's it seems really unique, also in in the art style, and tonight now you're blending in a, a different, almost like a different culture, just take on on the subject and w- which makes it um i i think very very uh marketable especially right now with how with how popular anime is in general it, it's cool it, it's different yeah studio it. trigger is doing the tw- the twins and uh mm-hmm. just because of how much i like the the gridman universe anime uh which trigger does that and the idea of dark side twins that's the one that caught my my eye looks good yeah very good i'm down i'm down with it what i what it kind of reminded me me of was something you and i've brought brought up before about american animation and just how stagnant the animation not the shows the shows can be hilarious mm-hmm. with bland seen it before animation you know uh, I love Bob's Burgers, but I hate seeing Bob's Burgers in Central Park with animals, with some honkies out in the middle of no- nowhere. Like, am I allowed to say? Oh, yeah, I'm white. I can say honky. Uh, <laughs> uh, but you know what I'm saying? Like, all of the, those shows using the same animation, they could all be great shows, but you kind of get tired of looking at it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and even even some of the actiony stuff starts getting oh, overly simplified you look at you look at the current ninja turtles rise i think it's over or in its last se- season um compared to the 2012 cgi and the 2005 cartoon that was on fox kids i, I think um you look at the animation styles and you're just like oh my god like are you guys just lazy like do you, is there no money like holy holy crap american animation just becomes stagnant and in and not necessarily again the shows or the writing just the animation even but disney that, but in part of it that's what the art style calls right now for this generation of kids it's it's what's captivated them that's why i mean it started with something like teen titans go yes or it, and then you you move on to stuff like uh gumballs um uh, world or whatever it's called the amazing world of gum the amazing Gumball. world of Gumball. and, and uh and, and and other and other shows like that where uh, these turtles and things like that where it's just kind of like this is this is good enough to entertain these kids and this is what they want because their attention spans only so so uh they only have for so long that your your animation just kind of has to be really. What's the word I'm looking for? Just almost like almost like sharp, I guess. All all the points in it and just uh, exaggerated a little bit. Not 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 that realism that we're used to seeing sometime in the '90s with all the shows. Right, and I get that for for kids. I'm a hundred percent with you. Uh, specifically for for shows. I will say it's it's time for Di- Disney to kick it up a, a notch again. They did uh in the ni- 90s with things like Beauty and the Beast and bringing in CGI uh in the, into their 2D uh you know hand-drawn an- mm-hmm. animation. Uh they pushed the envelope again with their work with and eventual purchase of Pixar her which they brought over to D- Disney Animated Studios. Wonderful. Wreck-It Ralph is my it is my all-time favorite animated film. That's my perfect feel-good m- movie. You could be in the worst mood in the world, put that on and you're going to you're going to end it a little a little little bit be- better. Uh it is just it's almost a p- perfect movie. I, lo- I love it. But it's time for them to get p- pushed again. And uh because on on the show side we're we're getting some stuff for for us the ones that still want to see animation because we know what it's ca- capable of uh we know how much you can do on a s- smaller bu- budget so I still 
we're a big audience for animation. Old older people, adults, uh, we'll we'll say the the sixteen and up are still a big audience for for animation. You think Ca- Castlevania, you think of course mm-hmm. your Family Guys and Futuramas, but also look at Masters of the Universe coming out. Yeah, and that. um, uh, so I think Disney could elevate their films a bit somehow. Uh, looking for something to just make Disney feel fresh again. Disney slash and or Pixar. The shows, I agree, kids are into what they're going to be into. Hopefully they can work in writing for adults. But um, we do we do have some saving graces for for us, uh, adults into to animation. And uh, these guys, Kevin Smith and his his uh, team with with Powerhouse, they're do, they're doing it. Mm-hmm. This is uh, first trailer from Masters of the Universe from uh, uh, two days ago. And you and I talked about the animation for these guys before. This is amazingness. It looks yeah. it looks 80s slash 90s. Just but it looks HD. clean, a little bit cleaner, yeah. Just HD. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, um, and they changed up drastically from what they did with uh, Castlevania. Showing they got range, man. Range. Yeah, and, and and you can you can see that there's also just a little bit of of anime uh, inspiration here too. Mm-hmm. And and I think that and I think that's what I that's what I was looking for in the next step in animation, Western animation, is that anime influence. The is specifically in the the way action is yeah. done. Uh, and the way anime knows how to even use still frames and moving backgrounds to en- enhance the in- intensity of a of a fight. Right. And you're yeah. right. Yeah. All of the quick cuts, the zooms, all the combat is heavily an anime in- inspired. Yeah. Look and, at and, that. And, yeah. This and yeah for this show, this looks phenomenal. I I think that I I wouldn't be surprised if. We don't use more of it now going forward. And that's that's the th- thing. I think we we are going to see t- s- another powerhouse animation studio pop pop up soon. Uh, Netflix has been pushing big into into anime, uh, tr- trying to compete with Sony owning Crunchyroll and Funimation now, and they um they really are trying to uh, like they got uh, the latest Gundam movie which was a big mm-hmm. big deal uh hathaway is on netflix right now and uh um but they're also looking to do they got their own anime uh producers original anime i know some people are like oh if it's not you know created in japan well do you guys realize how many uh anime studios get the majority of those uh frames done in in korea or other uh c- countries um it's an it's an anime if it's an anime. A country doesn't make the genre. Exactly. <laughs> the exactly. artist they, does. They may have invented it and mm-hmm. whole wholeheartedly get that re- respect and everything. But the the great thing about uh, a connected world is being able to to take this really cool thing and this really cool thing and make a new really cool thing. You know, um, so I'm I'm excited about that too. Uh, that's kind of what I, I think is going to happen. I, I see three, not counting anime, just here in, in the West. I see like three main things for an, animation. I see a, a family or oriented slowly. It might get somewhat different with your, your Pixar's and DreamWorks type stuff and, and Disney. I see TV being just what it is is bland for the adults you know clones of simpsons family guy guy and and bob's Bur- burgers and for kids clones of star versus forces of evil and and Te- teen titans go got got it but i think that powerhouse is the key to something man i i, I agree with you uh it's i i uh i'm really tired of of the 3d animation style the, the kind the kind that 
that Disney Studios is is so mm-hmm. keen on using now the, for pi- the Pixar look. Yeah. yeah, and I mean same thing. I, that's it's kind of where it threw me off. Also, when when uh, Cartoon Network did the the Green Lantern series, is I thought it was a great series, but I I just hated the animation. I didn't like that that style of turtles either. Uh, I I don't know. It just takes it takes me out of it a little bit. They seem they seem very. F- I know they're not real, but it just seems further fake uh, to me. And, and it just it's something about the way it's colored. I, I just never, never liked, especially, especially for like the Green Lantern and for the turtles. But uh, when it's some, you see something like, like He-Man well, with that style of animation, the brightness of the colors and the amount of movement and emotion and just, it, it's great stuff. And, and I, and I hope that that's the direction that we headed to because of the success of Castlevania and hopefully the success of He-Man, She-Ra, just give, give me more of that. And and uh, but I don't know if I'm the target audience for it. So I, I yeah I want it and I and I'll ask for it. But at the end of the day, maybe they're not looking for my my approval uh, specifically. Yeah, uh, more for probably for He-Man. Yeah, because I mean that's that's really who's most excited about it is is us as old people. It it just kind of goes to show, though, how much the demographics have changed. America's age demographics has got that inverted hourglass going on where the biggest population is your uh, uh, adults slash uh, uh, middle-aged adults, you know? So you're you're 20 or, excuse me, you're 30 to 45 is starting to make up the majority of the country and what were we all into (laughs) that's that's all your your borderline millennials and and your uh gen xers and your uh uh you know your older millennials and and your younger gen xers you know 30 to 45 and uh it's just it's it's crazy to see how many companies get it and how many companies do Disney <laughs> Lucasfilm <coughs> don't? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and I would hope that uh, the companies see the numbers and and how how a film like Demon Slayer did in the United States, uh, how well the Studio Ghibli films do around the world, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And you'd start thinking, hey, you know what? Maybe there is something to this this genre, and maybe we should start blending it with our with our Western work, which you know we see we see that it's being done a little bit, but in a broader sense to, to take over, that'd be, that'd be great. Uh, it'd be, it'd be nice to see Disney go back to that style of animation where, where it was more of a 2d than, um, than, than what they use now, which is, it's just fine. I'm not saying there's something wrong with it, but it, it was almost when, when Luca came back, it was a beautiful movie and everything, but almost the animation was almost a step back to what, where I thought Pixar would be going with it. And instead, instead of elevating what what they had done with films before, I feel like they went back to like the good dinosaur, even further back to like a DreamWorks yeah, style. You have to really take it into a fantastical world, like a Wreck It Ralph or The Incredibles one, with that pulpy '50s comic feel to to. You have to take it somewhere where. The world is fantastical, not just the characters. Mm-hmm. And otherwise, I I agree. It it almost feels boring. Uh, and again, just talking on on the animation, not necessarily the story. You know, right. it, it kind of mm-hmm. just t- takes you. It's like it would be, I guess the the equivalent of watching a a, a movie that just had static long shots. You know, mm-hmm. or, or distant shots. So they basically put the whole scene in in frame, and yeah, you might get this really great engrossing story, but because you're not getting the right look, the right close up, the right uh, uh, cuts, that you're, you're not getting that aspect. It's not going to hit the hit the same, and you might not enjoy enjoy it. Um, I will say this: since we're we're on that idea of East and influencing. West and uh, not just influencing, but straight up bringing wonderful stories from out east to to here. Um, 
is it can't cans is come coming up bell from from studio chizu uh just got picked up uh for for cans and and to me uh it's a big deal we talked about uh Mo- momoru hosada uh a little bit last week uh did uh mirai and was nominated for an academy award there this is his next film coming out uh bell and it looks stunning it looks beautiful but dude it got into a it's it's in that festival you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and we know that a lot of places are looking to you use that festival to drive interest and potential um awards for Mm -hmm. movies that might not have gotten looked at because of the heavy release this year uh, all the movies that were held back you were the one that was t- talking a bit a bit about that uh, a week or two two ago I think um I, I love I gotta I gotta get this fucking soundtrack <laughs> <laughs> look at this CGI though man this is just so beautifully blend blended ah uh, yeah lately they've done such a such a good job of blending both together to give you dynamic backgrounds and mm-hmm. and, and dynamic landscaping with with still that that the classic characters in, in their movements mm-hmm. uh, and and yeah it's as as we go forward it's only going to get better which is is very exciting and now it's a matter of how much influence they can have on on um on the west what do you what do you think about uh the the film festivals and uh, the importance they're going to end up playing this this year like there's there's not a lot uh you can tell where where studios have been cutting budgets and fuck uh uh ads are one of them you, uh, movies that that were pushed last year but had their their uh their um ads being ran before the pandemic closed their everything they haven't really spent a lot of money pushing it again. A little bit online, or a lot online, a little bit on terrestrial television or or cable, satellite, whatever. Um, it's just it's in, it's interesting. So I, what do you what do you think about the festivals this year, man? What what are we keeping an eye out for? Bigger studios or more artsy stuff? I think it's. I think it's bigger cities. What do you think? No, no. Uh, I think festivals are going to continue to have their very, very important place in 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 cinema, where where it is to showcase independent films, more artistic style films, and and then from there, those those select films get get chosen to to go on the big screen or get picked up by by different studios to to go on specific streaming services. Now that's I think I think that's where it really has a bigger effect rather than because you you know when a movie's going to end up being at, at a box office right of fairly fairly early but it's it's a matter of with so many streaming services available that need content how how many of these films are going to get picked up for um for like Netflix or Amazon Prime Hulu uh Peacock uh, Disney Plus. I mean, you just, I mean, just you, you just keep going down the list. Paramount is another one. You have so many, so many options to with that with people that need content. I don't think that it's 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 even a. I don't think it's a problem for bigger films. James Bond still going to be James Bond. Um, um, Let there be, be Carnage is another one. Morbius, uh, Jurassic. You know all these films. Uh, Jurassic World. Um, well, three. All these movies are going to be fine. Uh, they they don't necessarily need the festivals as much as these other films, and, and I don't think for studios, unless it's like CinemaCon, is really worth for them to to showcase it. it they're they're gonna they're gonna do what they're gonna do. And I don't. And it's interesting because it, you don't you don't see too uh, too much marketing for for like uh for like a Black Widow because mm-hmm. there's there was no time to 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 get get all the Doritos bag made or yeah. all the stands as, as much. Then also, man, um, like at, like at our local Regal, they don't, they don't have the cutouts anymore. Things like that. Everything's digital. We still have quite a, quite a, well, the, the theater that had been the AMC, we were uh, squatting at 
because you know I go no- normally to a, a a Regal that's a closer, but but um they still had like brand new mo- movies. Kind of. they even had a uh uh Scott Pilgrim cut out for the anniversary re re <laughs> nice. No, um, uh, the the th- the theater that that uh that I've been going to they they've been opening kind of in phases, and this week. Oh, they had all their digital, like all of the poster boards, you know, the poster boxes. Right. They're all, all digital, digital now. now. Like and, a Burger Burger King menu. <laughs> yeah. And then when you and then when you first walk in in the big hall where the box office is, which is now all digital, no no person in a in a ticket box office. It's just all all touchscreen and you do yeah. it yourself. And you have the concession stand and everything. All across the wall, there's these amazing banners that connect all across the wall, almost like a stadium mm-hmm. and they're playing and they're, they're playing trailers. The, the now showing outside the, the big marquee thing that they used to just have like the letters mm-hmm. with the movies. That's all digital now. So it's know, like playing trailers and things like that. It's like the theater for, for back to the future too. just no hologram shark. Yeah. No hologram shark yet. And we will, we'll get there, but man, I'm, I was so impressed though with, with how much, they they've upgraded just because you have to because you have to make the movie experience worth the price of admission mm-hmm. because especially if like an HBO is going to be showing the movie at home what makes this experience so unique that I need to come here mm-hmm. yeah that's that's true and I actually remember the whole reason I brought up the awards and and cans it was Brian in a conversation he and I had about Dune uh, because they're really afraid they, – they were banking on Dune making good money in a theatrical release to make sure the sequel gets made. He said he's been hearing and, and reading, and I, I don't fo- follow up on it as much. Brian's a big Dune fan, books, series, movie. He's like all, all of it. Um, he's, in, he's into that. So, so he said he had been reading and, and hearing some st- stuff online dealing with like, they're going to give it a big, um, uh, festival p- push to try to get the accol- accolades to say, Hey, see, even though it didn't do great at the, the theaters this year, the, the, it's definitely well loved and, and people want to see the, the sequel and they, they better be careful though. Cause that's what I was trying to ask. Yeah. It could be yeah. it could because people could hate it, and if the mm-hmm. festivals hate it, that it's sunk. Yeah, absolutely. That that's that's the. I mean, to to give it more publicity, yeah, it can it can it can work if it's mm-hmm. good. If you have that much confidence in it, but what if it's not? And yeah. what if people just don't like it? And then so yeah, and so then you further deflate the hype for it, and and something that is a giant book that a lot of people don't understand. Uh, yeah, it just goes, it goes back to, back to the shelf. <laughs> yeah. And I wonder if, because Dune is, it, it was, you know, kind of a, a star Wars ish type thing where you're, you're blending mm-hmm. elements of, of science fantasy elements or science. You're blending elements of science fiction and fantasy to get together You've got these classic medieval feeling, uh, uh, f- this uh, medieval feeling fantasy storyline that runs through it, but instead of it being, you know, a mainland, some islands, it's space and planets, you know, yeah. and uh, with that, you you can get that artistic feel for it, and that's what uh, we think that they might might be trying to bank on is getting hey look it's it's the sci-fi for snobs but the the thing with that is though uh you, you have a movie like uh no man land or minari or parasite or um hell no country for old man whatever just i'm just thinking about old old movies that were oscar recognized the the issue is that you you have a very clear human element in them and with a sci-fi film, some some of those elements are a little bit harder to convey just because of the fact that you have to set up a world. You have to set up creatures. You have to set up certain rules of that fantasy land that you don't have to deal with in other movies. Like a person lives in the Midwest. You know, you, 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 have, a, you have 
pretty clear idea of what that is. A person yeah. that lives on an off planet, you don't, you're completely, you know, for lack of a better term, in space. <laughs> and and there's so much more to develop that I think that the the you know some of those little bit artsier people sometimes, uh, and even me, and sometimes, uh, and everyone has a harder time putting putting that together. And then by the time you do, you 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 get you get distracted from elements like characterization and plot development because you're, you're busy trying to figure out where where we are. And I think Dune, with, especially with as complicated as a book as it is, uh, it's a di- it's a it's a tough task. And uh, so it, it's a matter of, of how well they wrote the script and and how how dynamic these characters are. Yeah, definitely. Huh. We'll see. We'll have to. We'll. We'll. I. I just. It's wanna, tough for sci-fi, man. Yeah, it, it <laughs> is. And I. I liked the Dune trailer, but I. I saw the original film, and I think I saw part of the miniseries on TV. One of them. I think there's been two miniseries on TV. I don't. I don't remember. That's how cr- crazy it. It is. Uh, it's like when someone's like. Have you ever seen Blade Runner? No. Okay. Which one should I I watch? Oh shit. You know, <laughs> which, which fucking director's cut? Because dudes had like twelve. Now, um, it it is it is a very iffy thing. I'm my friends used to call me like the the anti geek or the anti anti nerd because like some of the geek staples I just couldn't get get in into. You know. There were just things that I I I'm I'm sorry I did it you know I did not like He Man or Thundercats what but I fucking loved GI Joe Turtles and Ghostbusters cartoons you know so it's like okay that's, that's oh, also why there were okay. so many cartoons yeah gonna be into right, all right. of them but how many people do you know that di- didn't like at least one or the other He Man or, or Thundercats I did, I wasn't into either so. Okay, so you're, you're, it's, it's rare though. You you most of your friends usually probably at least liked one or one or the other, if, if not both. My friends, all, yeah. All Thundercats did. for some reason is so well beloved, and I don't understand. I don't 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 get, get it <laughs> either. I can take turtles saying t- tubular and Calabunga. I can't deal with. Uh, um, it's like just come on, dude. Let Lionel and Panthro go, go together. Shit, you talk about people shipping. That that was uh, I I don't know if the writers were doing it on purpose or not, but they shipped the fuck out of those two in that cartoon. <laughs> tune. Um, yeah, it's it's all it's all it's it's weird to see how hard it can be to get into to something, and and people keep making that more more difficult mm-hmm. for us the, these days as they pigeonhole things with. Uh, uh, too much of the real world influencing uh the the imag- imaginary ones. Um, warning to our uh, audience: there are a lot of Spider-Man No Way Home spoilers coming out thanks to uh merchandise. Some of them are light, uh, yeah. where it's just a costume reveal. However, if you are well versed in your Spider-Man, it's a Big fucking spoiler. So, uh, sorry, superhero hype, but choose b- better thumbnails, please. I yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's the th- thing. If you guys are running b- blogs and stuff, don't don't put especially toys because toys can for for the super geeks a, t- a toy says says a lot. So yeah, yeah. please yeah, please please don't do do that. Put put the pictures in the article down. A quarter page for for those of give us give a spoiler warning. Yeah, because LRM we've we've got like designated uh, survivors, if you will, but the opposite. It's like designated uh, uh, yeah uh, sacrifices. Yeah, Cam Cam is one of those guys that just really doesn't care for most projects, so he'll eat a lot of spoilers for a lot of things. I'm the designated DC guy. Guy, if there's some leak or spoiler that we're going to cover uh cuz I don't I don't really care for for DC too much you know I I, I don't care if it's spoiled but Spider-Man's one of those ones that I've you know done a good good job at 
avoiding as much as I, I can of, of legitimate spoilers. Even the Eternals. I haven't read the leaked scripts or or st- story or what, whatever's out there. Um, I know a lot of people say it seems spot on from the trailer, but uh, this toy, man, I'm not even going to bring it up. the same people that say Black Widow's good. But may, maybe, but the, I'm really dis- disappointed in in that man that that toy being right there front and as soon as i saw it i was like well yep that confirms a b c d <laughs> yeah I've, I've given up on not knowing spoilers just because you know my position yeah just, i gotta look sometimes at the back end of things or, yeah. or prep for interviews or, or whatever so it's just it's just part of it it's a first it world is. problem it is so. but like I also but think this, about but the for readers, people you know? in general. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, not spoiling. Even 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 sometimes when friends are like, "Hey, <clears throat> listen, I know you've seen this. Can you at least tell me if this happens or is this person in it?" I'm like, "Nope. Not doing it, man. <laughs> I want you I want you to enjoy it to the max." I like that. Which takes me uh which takes me to uh, a final point I wanted to make. Uh I told you I went to the theater this weekend, right? Right. So, I went to see a trailer which was a Jurassic World mm-hmm. preview on IMAX that was attached to Fast 9. Right. And so we watched the trailer and then we left. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, we actually stayed to watch Fast 9 full-heartedly knowing the train wreck that we were going to run into. And boy, was it a train wreck. Oh, God. So, so and, and this is what's funny is because, and we, this is why I appreciated the theater room I was in. Mm-hmm. That entire room viewed this movie as a comedy <laughs> there there was there was many moments from the very beginning where the audience instead of being impressed were wow. laughing and just and through the entire movie it was laughter after, after moment after moment where the where it just got more ridiculous and ridiculous as it went on so back and Back at Fast Six, when a stunt would happen and people would go, "Woo!" This time it was just ha 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 ha. Yeah, well, there's okay. Two two examples. There's one scene and it's in the trailer, so it's not giving anything away. John Cena picks up Vin Diesel, drives him through the top of a door, and he doesn't move. Vin Diesel is literally a brick. No, no type of no type of recoil from his head. Nothing. Just. Wham! Plastic in, in the theater just was just like, are you kidding me? Or there's this other part where there's a goon on a moving truck who gets hit from the in the back of the head by a metal street uh, sign, one like like a freeway mm-hmm. sign, a metal one doesn't move, doesn't move at all. Just might as well have hit. And then the way they use uh, magnets in the film. They they decide to pick and choose when they affect certain things and when they don't, and and the more they used them and and it got more and more throughout the film, j- just the more you rolled your eyes at it. Wow, isn't, so, isn't it crazy how we we're willing to suspend belief for them to be a a international car thieving thing, but we're not going to suspend the belief for. The magnets and so- <laughs> well, well, the, but the thing is, the thing is, they've always they've always kind of flirted with that line, and and you're just kind of like, yeah, it's a movie. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna deal with it, right? But this one, uh, I I um I called it, it that it it became a parody of itself. Like it it for it, if you had a drink for every time they said the word family, you you'd be uh, at the end of Fast Nine, you you wouldn't be able to drive home. You may even fight somebody. <laughs> oh God! Um, and then uh, you saw the twist coming with with John Cena because you know you know the the layout of how the movie the movie's gonna go. Yeah. And also, I, I was I was very upset when they revealed Han in the film because it further upset me about the trailer, which is you should have just let me enjoy that damn moment in the film in yeah. the in the theater. It was it was a it was a decent moment uh and i was like i was like man like you guys you guys are new trailer <laughs> editing you guys are the same people that probably did justice i mean uh, batman v superman <clears throat> where where you just decided to give me the whole thing yeah. instead of 
letting me enjoy uh enjoy the film because it's moments like that that can that can almost change your opinion in a movie it's like whoa you you know you didn't see that one coming or whatever no this is um fast nine seems like it it, it's now turning to where yeah this this franchise is gonna die soon um and and it, it you know what it's gonna and if it keeps going do you know what it's gonna become sharknado shark where you're where you where people keep watching because of how bad it is. and and so yeah man just bad just and then i i think what also was was laughable that people uh people took in the film is tyree spends the entire film talking about how they're invincible and how how many adventures they've gone on and nothing has happened to them and and in his own way, of course, being comical and everything, but like, hey guys, like we, like it's almost like we're superheroes. Like we, we never die, and blah blah blah. And I'm like, oh, you guys are just like buying into your own. I don't, I don't understand. And then there's a whole point where uh, Ludacris is trying to calm him down with, with saying that there's nothing more important than physics and numbers, and. And the fact that it's going to work because the math is right and blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> and I'm like, none of this movie goes with what that says. <laughs> so uh, can we, can you not? <laughs> Let's cut that part of the film because it makes no, because you're further making this movie worse. Yeah. What'd you think and, of the uh, Jurassic, uh, Jurassic World trailer? It was beautiful, man. Uh, they they spend just a just a few minutes, um, millions of years back, just in the world of dinosaurs, and then uh, and then we we travel to a modern day, post post uh, dim, uh lost kingdom, lost kingdom uh, and at a drive-in, and what are they chasing down? A T-Rex, and yeah. what shows up at the at the drive-in? The, the T-Rex. T-Rex. And uh, yeah, that's, I mean, for Jurassic, for any film in Jurassic Park, all I need is a damn T-Rex <laughs> and I'm happy. <laughs> I don't need an Indominus Rex. Just, just give me the, just give me the damn T-Rex and, and we're good. It's just funny how simple that is, but it, it looks like it's going to, it looks like it's going to be pretty good. I like, I like the idea now better of the dinosaurs interacting with the real world, kind of like they yeah. did in Lost World. It, it just, yeah, you, you know, we we need that a little bit. So. Um, I have faith in Colin Trevu, so uh, we'll see what happens. But that's next summer, man. <clears throat> like, get he's getting pushed back, and then yes, and then the other, the other dope trailer I saw again, another movie that kept getting pushed back is the the James Bond trailer, man. So ready for that. Like, can we just get it already? But no, October. At least that was a little closer. Yep. Well, we shall see. Uh, I don't know whenever the IMAX footage will hit the inter interwebs, but uh, hopefully someday soon. I don't know. Uh, I try to look it up, and all I see is the like really really short clip where you just see some di- dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. That that's it. But uh, anyways, thank you guys so much for joining us today. Day. It is the Daily Cup of Genre. We do this every mon- Monday through fa- Friday, Manny and my- myself. If you are on audio, sorry, we've been doing this show for a while. I am t- trying to work back in to remember to introduce ourselves at the beginning of the segment instead of just going with it. But we do have the videos up on our uh, our YouTube channel, so please subscribe there. Watch us there. We do a live broadcast on Thursdays. Sorry about last week, guys. Personnel personal and technical storm all just it it made wednesday through thursday and friday rough but hey we're back at it this week we've going we're going to have our anime versal reviews up we're going to have the cantina as as normal marvel multiverse mondays is making up for loki thor's days to today so so look out for for that as well as covering this week's loki episode and next week on Monday, look for uh, Marvel Multiverse Monday's review on Black Black Widow. Uh, lots of really cool cool stuff available, all for for free. There's no no Patreon, nothing nothing like that. 
uh, and cursing included. That's right. We are shooting ourselves in the foot by not editing these thing, things out and trying to get that sweet ad revenue. So we really, really need as many of you guys out there to subscribe and share, share us with your families. Uh, so that way we get a, a little bit of money and, and can occasionally uh, feed, our, feed ourselves. Nah. Um, Manny, what do we got, got coming up on the interview side, man? Yeah, everything coming up. Continuous coverage on uh, shows like Lego Masters and uh, Spanish films. Uh, uh, we have one, El Cuartito, which got pushed back. Lots of trailers these last few days, man, that, that we've been working with. Uh, lots of exclusive clips also that we've been able to obtain. Uh, some even on as as late as Thursday for um, the day, the Tomorrow War, and and um, other things <laughs> in general. <laughs> Just uh, nothing that I, comes off the top of my mind right now. Um, and, and yeah, just co- covering everything, uh, Spanish television and movies now. And we have a direct uh, an interview with the director from The Purge from last week, which dropped uh, first date and, and everything. Everything from there, we uh, it's a it's quite quite a lot of work, but you know we do it. We do it because we love it. We don't yep. even do it for you guys. <laughs> just kidding. All right. Well, uh, thank you guys so, so much for lis- listening today. We will be back tomorrow uh, sometime whenever the vid- video go- goes up. I'm at that, that column alone on Twitter. He's at LRM underscore Emmanuel. Thank you guys for listening this day. We'll talk talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumbo Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumbo Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.